Hello, welcome back to another episode of Movie Monkey. I'm, of course, Brass Monkey, and this is episode three, where we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, we are going to be covering some spoilers here. Uh, we're going to be talking in depth about the ending of Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, what the sequels will hold. We do go in a little bit to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show. Um, just want to give you fair warning, there are spoilers here and there. It's sort of scattered, so it's tough to put any markers actually in the actual episode to give you warning. So that's why I just kind of wanted to give you a blanket warning right up front. We will be doing another one of these episodes in the future as Ultron and Ant-Man and some of the other movies come out and do some coverage and some spoilers and some speculation. All right, but enough of that and hope you enjoy. Nobody gets raw. Oh, God. All right, well, let's go ahead and start this mess. This, this what a way to start. Disaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you introduce yourself first. I, they already know who I am. I'm Vathras. Hello. I'm trying to be nice. I'm eating avocado with a fork. All right. That's and that it. was Zero Z. Base X97. Oh. And Ew. Sojin. New, Sojin, the newcomer. No, he, he doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped myself. All right. Uh, I just wanted to sort of talk about the, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what they've done so far. There's just an influx of superhero movies, and Marvel seems to be the one sort of leading that charge, for better or for worse. But uh, I just want to talk a little bit about what's been going on and what's what's coming up and sort of hear everyone's opinions. I think... All of us here, except Sojin and Vathers, probably have seen all the Marvel movies. Because Vathers, you haven't, even, you didn't even see like Captain America one. No, did not. Yeah. Yeah. What did you see? The Thors. Or? I saw both Thors. I think the only thing I haven't seen is Captain America. Actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw both bad. of the really bad Hulk movies even before they even got good. They're not that bad. They're terrible. The second Hulk movie. The, the, the first Hulk movie had the girl off of that was off of the um, the, the Rocketeer, right? That wasn't her. No, that's the second one. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler was in. Yeah, the she Wolf looks at her. Jennifer Connelly was in the Rocketeer. Oh. yeah. Sorry, I just want to talk about the. Can we make this about the Rocketeer? <laughs> <laughs> the MCU slash Rocketeer Ooh. podcast. Welcome oh, to Rocketeer podcast. Yeah. Rocketeer was Disney. Yeah, that could do it. That Rocketeer was the original Iron Man. Yeah, this is true. Wow, yeah. God, you're right. That hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, which... Uh, so, Vathras, you being sort of... I, Batman. You are Batman. <laughs> I, think, I think you're... No, a, I like Batman. I think you're the least involved in, in the, the Marvel culture and whatnot. I mean, what's uh, what movies have really stood out for you? Um, probably Iron Man 1 was probably the biggest one because I, I felt like it actually um, spoke to me as like a geek like I felt like the movie was celebrating something that I loved and was taking it was actually being responsible over the imagery yeah. and the store and I felt like at the end of it, it was like wow I I want more of whatever this is so that may be nostalgia but I think that was great and obviously um, um, the Avengers movie was probably my second favorite just because it's something that we I've never saw before kind of yeah. same principle where they just threw all these different properties together and made just a, a mash of it and I loved it yeah Oh, that yeah. was no. You're, you're. I think. I don't think there's many people that, if people are into superhero movies right now, I think Iron Man affected everyone. Like, oh my gosh, this can be done properly. Yeah. 
Uh, was the uh, the jumping off point for the the modern Marvel universe? Like that's and the one that in the Marvel production company. I mean, yes. it was an ind- that was an independent film uh, by all standards. Yeah, that was amazing. Like I, Iron Man, uh, the first Iron Man uh, before the Avengers movie came out. Yeah, uh, the first Iron Man was absolutely hands down my favorite of it. I mean, the casting of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man was just so perfect. Yeah, and uh, John Favreau, which. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of John Favreau movies. I didn't see Cowboys and Aliens or, you know, Swingers or any of the older ones either. Oh, but, yeah, but uh, that was probably, you know, his entrance into, you know, the elite tier of directors as far as money making goes. Oh, yeah, he was he, he definitely made a name for himself there for sure. I mean, he already made a name for some people for Swingers and and elf before or after iron man oh yeah he did elf okay well yeah elf was his first big movie then yeah elf. i think that was before i'm, I'm not sure elf i'm pretty sure before. it is yeah. Elf was before yeah, yeah that was that was a really big i saw that in theaters with you guys yeah and really? during christmas elf was amazing. i was still in school so yeah that means that was definitely Jeez, okay yeah it was definitely during christmas it was definitely no it definitely came before <laughs> i only iron go man. to school on christmas no, I, I was it's out of school for iron man i think yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, my favorite Avenger, excuse me, my favorite Marvel movie is the Avengers. I mean, that was uh, there's only two movies in that I've ever seen in the theaters that have excited me and have uh, been that great of an experience. So that's the Matrix and Avengers. I was just entranced and enthralled by watching yeah. this movie, just the spectacle and the size of it. And it was just the most exciting movie that I had probably ever seen in the theaters. It was amazing. And we all actually, or most of us, went to see it in IMAX. Yeah. IMAX 3D and everything. So I it was not. a pretty good experience. But Captain know. America 2 is probably the best all-around movie uh, as far as plot goes and acting and, and everything, in my opinion. It was definitely not your typical comic book movie being right. a, sort of a, a political It was almost thriller. a spy movie. Yeah. yeah. So, but... Uh, yeah, Avengers is the best movie that I, that's uh, of the MCU so far. Nice and and base. You're probably the most well versed in the in the Marvel stuff. You're the one that I'm usually texting while watching Agents of Shield or Agent Carter or something. Or when we hear some some new rumors, you're the one that sort of. What, what are your what are your thoughts? My favorite. It's got to be the Avengers. It's not only um, my favorite Marvel movie, it's my favorite movie of all time. It what? was amazing. Wow. Really? I've watched it over ten times since it's released. That's 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 a lot. Although, well, I can't judge you. I think I've seen it probably just as many times. Have you seen it in Espanol? I saw it in French. I will now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, won't, you haven't seen French. it unless you've seen it in Spanish backwards. What? I said French. Ah, en français? En français? Yes. Oui. So is that it for you, Base? Um, I mean, I loved them all, really, except for Thor. Thor really? Thor's Thor? Your... I like the Incredible Hulk better than the Thor one. Where, like, and, the, the... And, and Iron Man 2 you like better also? Yes. Okay. A little bit of suspicion in that I, question. I, you know, I just... The the incredible. I mean, I I don't count the Eric Bana Hulk as MCU. Yeah, neither do I. I'm I, I'm talking about the uh, the second one. Without uh, I don't count Norton. that Edward as an Norton. actual movie. No, it doesn't count. Yeah, it was tomfoolery. It was just so bad. And I've actually I went back and rewatched them. I think after Captain America two came out, just to 
with the lack of Hulk movie, you know, in the near future or even in the, the foreseeable future, I wanted to go back and revisit it just off the hype of Avengers and everything. And I watched the uh, the Ang Lee Hulk movie, which is the one with, uh, Eric, with Banner. Eric Banner. Yeah. And uh, it was just a train wreck. It was worse than I remembered yeah. completely. And no, then, I... of course, they have the uh, Ed Norton one after that. I don't know who directed that. Do you remember? Uh, Louis Latier. The guy that did uh, like Transporter and, uh, and those, those type of movies, uh, very good. Yeah, uh, that was a lot better. And of course, I mean it's Ed Norton, so you know you're yeah. getting a, a good uh, a good actor out of or a good performance out of him. Yeah, although Mark Ruffalo just really, as as the Hulk now currently, he's really just taken it away. Like I I, I thought Ed Norton was great. I was disappointed he wasn't going to be in Avengers. And then I saw Mark Ruffalo happen. I'm like, Hey, I'm okay with this. That works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen many independent films with Mark Ruffalo and in every time he's just interesting. I actually watched Zodiac uh, for the first time. I just saw, you know, a lot. And he was just, I mean, it was a period movie and everything. He was dressed up in period clothing for that. With Iron Man in it as well. Yes, that's true. too. I actually didn't like Robert Downey Jr. in that movie. He played a great asshole. Yeah, I guess. I guess it was very effective. Yeah, it was super effective. I'd like to bring up how Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is a little bit different than what we've seen from any other actor that's played him, including the TV series. Well, yeah, because in the TV series and everyone else, they always focused on the Hulk. And Bruce Banner was the second character. It was sort of like they treated it as, here's Hulk and his alter ego, Bruce Banner. Whereas the Avengers has has treated him like Bruce Banner, who happens to turn into the Hulk. They really focused on the the character, the the part of him that can talk and speak and have feelings. Exactly. And the, the the best thing I like about his performance as uh, Bruce Banner or whatever is that you can see that he's actively trying to soften his emotions. Like he is soft spoken and low key, and you can just see in the performance that he is <laughs> low key. Yes, uh, that he is um, he's actually portraying this guy that has to you know take things very easy to yeah. you know be very mild mannered and mild spoken all, all the time. Uh, Sojin, you have something to say about Hulk? Um, I think that it's kind of interesting that we have so many Hulks that we can kind of refer to them like James Bonds. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I like that uh, that Hulk. You don't want to go see that Hulk. That's, wouldn't like him. He was in, he was in <laughs> one movie. That other guy in two, he was okay. He was in two movies. Didn't really pan out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see comic book characters get the recognition. Well, that's just like I like the current Nick Fury, not Hasselhoff Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing I find, I don't think you can make a Hulk movie. I don't, I don't know if you could actually make it happen yeah. with the, with the character. And no. if you look at actually what he, how powerful he actually gets in the comics without being too spoilery. Yeah. It's like, I, I, he's like Superman. I like, I don't know if you can make a good Superman movie. It's, it's tough because Hulk really, because he can't communicate when he's Hulk, he really needs to have a, a support system. I mean, that's, I think, uh, same with Hawkeye. Hawkeye, he's cool, but it, you can't have a Hawkeye movie, I don't feel. you got to have Hawkeye with Black Widow and other people. And I think it just works really well as an ensemble. There is one version of the Hulk that they could do and actually make it a real movie. Don't say World War Hulk. No, or not Planet at all. Hulk. I'm so sick of that freaking storyline. No, <laughs> it needs to die. Everything, Mr. Fix-It. What? <laughs> you don't know that? That no. storyline for Hulk? Okay. No. There was a storyline in the Hulk, and I don't know everything about it because I didn't read the comics, just the Wikipedia stuff, where he was a bouncer for a nightclub. 
and he had this alter ego so that he, when he bounce. was stuck, yeah, <laughs> when he was stuck as the Hulk, and his name was Mister Fixit, and uh, they could do that story. I mean, it wouldn't fit in with the the Marvel universe as it stands right now, but it, it would definitely be, ground him. I could totally see Marvel saying like, you know, something happens and and the Avengers Tower falls apart, or something like that, and the Avengers they have to like scramble back together and it's just like oh man what'd you do in your free time he's like oh, i tried bouncing at a club or something like that just as a callback I, ah. could, I could totally see marvel doing that i never knew about that and and i thought i knew about everything well <laughs> regarding the comics your, your world has just come down <laughs> well speaking speaking of marvel throwing in like little lovely little things i mean they, they've been really good about throwing in the hints and easter eggs i mean they they had references in uh, in Winter Soldier to, to Stephen Strange, Howard the Duck, How, you know, Howard <laughs> the Duck. That was that was batshit crazy. That needs to happen. No, no. yes, fine. it does. It already happened. No. That was the worst. We don't need any more duck condoms or <laughs> have, yeah. trying to have sex don't with white Howard. Look, look, we got bad Hulk. We got a good Hulk. We got a bad Howard. We can have a good Howard. Wasn't George Lucas involved in Howard? Yeah, he was. No oh, wonder yeah. it sucked. That's what he did after Star Wars. Oh, that man. And that's why he's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> Howard the Duck is why George Lucas is worth billions of dollars <laughs> in a world. <laughs> That'd be great. Is that, that's what he goes by? JJ's taking over the franchise in the yeah. future. And it's just like, George Lucas, wasn't that the guy that directed Howard the Duck? That's right. That's why he referred to him in bed. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Mm. But the, uh, the, the cameos. Yeah. That's almost become their their calling card. Something that's uh, oh, yeah. been one of their chips. You know, they're they're, they're something that they have uh, that uh, that other universes and other films they haven't really really done. Even in, I feel Star Wars, it wasn't even done. Yeah, you know, there, there was no uh, in in the original trilogy. There was no hints to other characters. You know, that spun off in Star Wars. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you want to take this more basic, I mean, the fact that Marvel has done a slow burn mentioned to the Avengers Initiative, you know, revealing the the S.H.I.E.L.D. name with uh, Agent Coulson sort of being the, the tying thing between they, they were they they knew what they wanted to do and they built up to it slowly. I mean, D.C., they were like, hey, Man of Steel was kind of somewhat appreciated by people, so the sequel's going to have everyone else in the DC universe in it. It's sort of like they, they're, they're trying too hard. And Marvel, that's where I think they've succeeded. They've taken their time. They've built up each individual character, and they're giving it to us slowly. I mean, we had a reference to, to Stephen Strange, and, I mean, that's they've, they've cast it, but, I mean, Doctor Strange doesn't come out until freaking november 2016 it's already got the hype yeah i mean that's it's and i mean ant-man's the only one they haven't really alluded to outside you know us us comic book geeks looking at news and rumors online i'm sure that as soon as uh, ultron comes out there's gonna be a huge ant-man push because this is just they, they need to work on it the trailer they gave out initially did not i'll let you handle it. you love ant-man Ant-Man's my favorite comic book character, yeah. but this is the prime opportunity for Marvel to completely screw up a film. Track, re- track record's been too good. Too good? I, I, Howard the Duck. It can happen. <laughs> if they added Howard the Duck to Ant-Man. That's what they need to do. Gold. Gold. 
Oh god, that is. Uh, sorry. <laughs> what a terrible movie. Sorry. But uh, Ant Man was uh, with Edgar Wright was supposedly supposed to have, from what I understand, no references to the universe. It was supposed to be its own standalone film. That was the thing. Everyone that, even the actors in the movie, still you know the, the, that are still cast in the movie, have talked about how. Yeah, it was a great idea, but it was 100% Edgar Wright. It was an Edgar Wright film, whereas the different Marvel movies have sort of hopped around as far as genre goes. The style of the movie has always sort of been pretty consistent. I just think it's too drastic to go a completely different direction on an unknown property, plus the fact that they're really playing on that he can talk to ants and he can fly on ants. And instead, the whole thing should have been like the whole shrinking and growing aspect. I think they should think a little too on the nose putting ants in a poster in a trailer for Ant-Man. I agree. And it's also worth mentioning that Dr. Banner has essentially taken on the role of Hank Pym Yeah, did in the comics. So, uh, you know, Banner was the or excuse me, Pym was the one creating Ultron. He was the one... In the science lab. Him just being Michael Douglas for anyone that doesn't know in the yeah. new Ant-Man. He, he was the one, you know, behind the scenes making technology similar to um, Howard Stark as well. Yeah. And uh, Banner's kind of taken on that role, especially with uh, Ultron. So the characters, Scott Lang being the, the, the second Ant-Man. Right. They're already starting off at a disadvantage. They're t- they've taken away some of their core draw in my opinion from the comics well i think i think also you have hank pym and you have scott lang you have different groups that are attached to each one and by putting them both in the same movie you've instantly said here you go i i think that's sort of a smart move to not pick and choose one over the other to sort of include both well they also have to play to you know the mainstream the wide audience and everything and if they use uh, having both of them together, you know, in the same movie, it covers the the older, you know, inventor uh, of Ant Man, Hank Pym, or whatever, and they can get Michael Douglas. He's a huge name and everything. But then, you know, to hit the mainstream younger audience, they're like, oh, well, let's put Paul Rudd in there, and that's probably why they went to the second iteration of Ant Man already in the same movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm completely fine with with how they did that. The pro- my issue is they have taken. Like I said, they've taken a trademark of Hank Penn from the comics away and gave it to another character. Uh, Penn was always is always the uh, mastermind, if you will, right. in the comics. I, I don't feel as if he's going to be a mastermind in the, in this new MCU. Right. Well, I mean, he was a founding member of the Avengers, right? So, which they yes. said they're still going to play into. I mean, they can they can start it and have Hopefully. Michael Douglas back in the day and and have him like you know, cg a younger version of him or something like right. that discussing the the start of the start of the avengers supposedly um rumor wise supposedly hank pym is going to have a conversation and it's got to be like with howard stark from the agent carter yes nice. something like that yeah about how the the avengers idea came about i see with Catherine zeta jones as the wasp Oh, what we, we have we have the girl we both like as the wasp. Oh, well, I was just making a Michael Douglas joke. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm Evangeline Lily is so good. 
oh, for, yeah. for that role. He's good in all the things. I didn't even realize he was the one playing the Wasp. Yeah. She is. Nice. Well, I mean, yeah, it, I really it hasn't been it. confirmed, but it's nah. sort of one of those, like... Well, she, she played an elf. She they, play a wasp. They ask, and she just smiles. It's one of those situations. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. You think they'll have some sort of Ant-Man tag on, on Ultron or some... I mean, because freaking Ant-Man comes out this July, and Avengers comes and out. And it May. seems like there's no hype behind Ant-Man they right now. just zoom no. into his eye, and, like, Ant-Man's in there. He's like, I can't get out. He's, he's, <laughs> the, shots, the shots with Tony Stark flying and the close-up of his helmet, he's just tiny in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, just bouncing around. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they're they're trying to avoid cannibalizing the, the hype for Avengers, uh, Avengers 2, you know, so that's why they're you, not pushing? I think that's what they're thinking. Yeah. But I don't think they that can't. Would, I don't think they could. I don't think it could either, but that's the probably minute they the said Avengers why. 2, they sold millions yeah they sold a billion dollars just by saying they already hit top 10 in the box office once they said avengers 2 yeah i mean it's it just it's they're printing money at this point for yeah. that so to like the D they really need to have they need to have a badass ant-man trailer before the avengers and agreed some sort of cameo or call towards ant-man they absolutely need to have a cameo that that is a big part of it or a cameo of spider-man well that'd be Ant man could be writing spider-man I just want him writing things. I like that. Just writing things? Yes. Ant-Man, writing Spider-Man. Just Paul Rudd climbing on things and smiling. I got you. It's it's a joyful experience. Yes. Paul uh, Rudd writing things. Yeah, that that should be another Adult Swim Paul Rudd writing things? Just Paul Rudd writing things. I'm I'm for it. I'd be down for it. I'd like to see him turn into Giant Man. What? No? I'll just shut that down right now. In a truck. <laughs> you didn't like Giant Man. No, they burned no, me. No, Why not? Yeah. He just, he's too big. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the whole no, point. I, I just, I don't see that working in their universe. I don't. No, I mean, not any more than him becoming super small. Yeah, because he can ride on the other Avengers. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. The he's, other Avengers could, could ride, ride on the, him. The, they could be his dragon. No. He could be their dragon. I just see a whole bunch of uncomfortable adults riding on top of a very large adult. <laughs> That's all I see. What is your superpower? I, uh, I Transport. Get, I get big. Yeah. <laughs> Here we have Black Widow. Here we have the Incredible Green Hulk. Here, our transport. And a tiny little man. <laughs> no giant man. No, I don't, I don't no think No giant man. man. Well, okay. Other new series. Who's going to be... Who do you think they're going to have cameo in Ultron? Who do you think they're going to... We got Black Panther coming out soon. They've announced the actor for Black Panther really early. Uh, yeah, I believe Chadwick Balls... Bosman? Bozeman? Yeah, Bozeman. Bozeman, okay. <laughs> he's, he's a Ballsman. I think he is definitely going to be the uh, the cameo at the end or after credit scene. Oh, yeah. Are they going to set up the uh, the Civil War stuff at the end of Avengers 2? They're going to allude to it. I think they were saying they're, they're start growing the animosity between Captain America and Iron Man, sort of leading into it. But I don't think they're going to straight up say, like, we're enemies. And I was surprised that they're actually going into the Civil War storyline without really, or before really, wrapping up the uh, the Infinity Stones and all that kind of stuff. Me as well. Yeah, it's surprising, but it's also... You think they want to cover kind of like the the smaller? Well, my thought because is, they have Marvel comic or cosmic or yeah. whatever. They said that the cosmic universe they were going to work on as well. Yeah, because I mean we've got we've got Guardians two and, and Miss Marvel is pretty cosmic. Yeah, um, Inhumans. 
uh, I, I think honestly, when I knew they were doing Infinity Gauntlet and everything, it, I sort of thought, well, what do they do after that? And I think this is sort of their way of saying, like, we're just going to do stuff before that. Just draw that shit out. I, I just think it's a smart move for them to grow more anticipation. I mean, they certainly have shown they're not afraid of the long game. It was also opportunistic because they had a plan of introducing all these new superheroes. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect opportunity to bring up the uh, Superhero Registration Act, which yeah. was the whole center theme of in Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. And especially after the end of uh, the end of Captain America Two, you know, they see the the what happens with you know when Shield collapses and all these superhumans kind of come out and destroy everything and without the shield there they're going to need some kind of reaction you know either in legislature or whatever the government or something kind of yeah. a vacuum that needs to be filled the mcu would lose a little bit of realism if they completely ignored you know the effect on the world yeah, yeah. well i think it's it's also speaking of their effect on the world i mean they sort of I think alluded to Civil War and the effect of superheroes on the world in uh, the newest Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, this new season, they come back from break and everything, and they've mentioned now they've introduced Inhumans on there, that when they're dealing with Sky being an Inhuman and sort of like, oh, the others are afraid that her DNA test is not going to come back normal. And, and Fitz is just like, uh, you know, he swaps out the test and he just says, no, no, she's fine, she's fine. And he's like, you know, why did you help me he just said you know something along the lines of you know we just some people are not going to react well to this and we don't know what people are going to do when they find out there's people like you that that was spot on right there yeah and I, that's 100 percent alluding to when people know that they're you know the peter parker is spider-man and i mean obviously tony stark has already come out of the superhero closet but i mean i i think that you know, when normal humans yeah. start turning into these superhumans, mm -hmm. has more of a shock value to, I guess, the normal person rather than someone born with this superpower. Yeah. And it scares them more. Well, I think this also helps with, with Marvel's... Currently, if you look at the Avengers right now, Tony Stark has told the world he's Iron Man. Everyone knows Steve Rogers is Captain America. Hawkeye and Black Widow don't wear masks. It's kind of hard to mistake the giant, the, the scientist turning to a giant green monster. And it just sort of, you know who they are. And then this gives Marvel an, uh, an opportunity to introduce cameos of masked people like Black Panther and Spider-Man or Miss Marvel. People that still have a secret identity. It, it'll give them more of an opportunity to, to introduce these people, give cameos to these people. Well, I was just going to ask you, I mean, didn't Spider-Man play a big role in the Civil War storyline as Huge. well? Huge. Yeah, yeah Huge. that's what I thought. And isn't it interesting that they were talking about, um, that's an interesting thought as well, is that they were talking about the Civil War storyline before this kind of detente or whatever, the, the agreement between Sony and Marvel. And all of a sudden, you know, now that they have the ability to use Spider-Man in the movies, like, oh, well, we can jump into this giant storyline that really incorporates the Spider-Man character in the storyline in itself. Perfect entry point. I, I yeah. don't know if that was foresight on their part or they're like, oh, well, we're getting into Civil War. We'd really like to have Spider-Man. So they were working on I, Sony. I believe it. I mean, in the in the leaked Sony emails from that big hack, there <laughs> was talks of really wanting to work out a deal for Spider-Man. 
and I think that they they really wanted to do Civil War, and they knew shit. We gotta get Spider Man. If that means that you know we can't get any profit or, or we lose something, that's fine. But I think Marvel really tried to make a deal for the fans to make sure to include Spider Man. Marvel again was opportunistic because I think Sony. They thought they were hot shit after the first Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And after the second one, (laughs) after the second one bombed at the box office, you know, it was the perfect opening for Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. And they need a black guy in the Avengers, so they'll do black Spider-Man. That's true. Well, they they got... uh, We'll see. Falcon? Is that... Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well. They have the perfect... And Rhodey. Oh, well, yeah. War Machine. Chadwick Bos- Boseman, excuse me again. He is go- he should be leading that parade. I mean, he he has one of the most underrated characters in the MCU universe. Well, not MCU, but in the Marvel universe. And I think they have huge plans for him, and I am super excited to see it. Speak- speaking of uh, Rhodes and, and Black Men in the MCU, I'm going to make a just for the hell of it, make a wild speculation that uh Rhodey's going to die in Ultron. No, no, I don't think so. Someone I think Thor is going to die in every Avenger movie. Someone had to die. I think, started the last one. I think because at the end of three, Iron Man three, Tony sort of puts up his puts up his suits. He blows them all up, and then uh, I know he's created sort of. It seems like he's created this Ultron initiative to sort of you know act for him, so he doesn't have to get out there in the suit. And I don't know. I just feel like in order to bring him back to bring tony back something severe has got to happen i'm not so sure about that though really does it really i mean he the the suit is is his his legacy and i don't think anything more than and then an admit of a screw up with the ultron program is 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 enough it's it's simply enough well i was gonna say that it's probably more that because he created ultron it's his responsibility and he's probably going to get back in the suit to try to take it out himself. That could be too. That makes more sense to me. That could be too. I just I feel like there's Ultron has to do something to prove that he's more than just a, a rogue AI. Kicking the crap out of the entire team and breaking Captain America's shield. Well, I think that's enough. I'd say so. Yeah, Sojin. What if they kill off Pepper Potts? That, yeah. that would anger so many people. That would get Gwyneth Paltrow out of these movies. Yeah. That would definitely get her out of the movies. She is just fine. Yeah, she is. No, they should do Rescue. I would really Absolutely. Like to see Rescue, yeah. They almost did in Iron Man 3. Yeah. There she was kicking ass in her underwear. Well, that was nice, but she's just too crazy. She was crazy. She's a crazy woman. But, yeah, Rescue is, if anyone doesn't know, Rescue is the uh, the female version of Iron Man. And Pepper Potts was the the driver of Rescue as yeah. well. So, I like the fact we're calling him a driver. Well, it's amazing. the pilots are whatever. Pilot's probably more appropriate, but oh. driver is pretty funny. I like the yeah, driver stuff. Yeah. actually really great. Drive that suit of Tony, Iron Tony's, Tony's, af- Tony's afraid of her flying, so he just puts wheels on it instead of thrusters. <laughs> <laughs> She's like RC with, from with Transformers. With a gate on it, can't go past 40. <laughs> it's got a governor on it. Oh, I thought you had more to that. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to say rescue. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to give some of the backstory in rescue. She's rescue. Just, she's the driver? Yeah, that's all I remember. Drive. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the driver. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember much about rescue either. I don't know anything either. She was, She had an injury, and she nearly died in the comics. And in order to save her, Tony put her into a suit permanently. Okay. Permanently. 
Yes. Well, hey, at least we didn't have to see. Also, fun fact. Gwyneth Paltrow. Sh- she is married to Happy in the comics. That's uh, right. Yeah, she's with Happy, not Tony, which was which was a what other perfectly fine change they made. Yeah, so it's one of the very many changes they've made from the comics that has made sense and has been just better overall. Nick Fury's a black man now. A black man. So, so, I, much, I, so much so, the comics are just like, you know what, we're just going to draw in black. It's, it was such a risk, and it paid off big time. Yeah, and people say, like, oh, Marvel doesn't have enough black people. Well, that's fine. They have already some of the best black people in the in the, the business. Oh, let's make the edit point. It's only a risk to put Samuel in your movies if he's a Jedi. Listen. Yeah, no purple lightsaber for Nick Fury. Uh. <laughs> God. Man, I'm looking at this lineup for, for the other event. I mean, everyone talks about getting burned out on the, the Marvel movies, but, I mean, we've already covered this year. we got Ultron and Ant-Man. Next year, the Civil War, and then Doctor Strange comes out in 2016. I mean, I'm, I've been looking forward to Doctor Strange for a while. And Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. That's either going to be a disaster, or it's going to be one of as good as a casting as uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I'm I'm really leaning towards Robert Downey Jr. and I'm, I'm hoping I'm not too optimistic. Me too. But I just it just sounds so perfect. Well, do you know if they're going to actually make him like a doctor, doctor, like a surgeon, like he was in the comics, or they're going to have? Why to. not? Yeah. I mean, otherwise, why is he Doctor Strange? Exactly. <laughs> if they, if they, yeah, if, if they introduce Doctor, <laughs> if they introduce Doctor Strange and don't make him a doctor, that's he's like a psychiatrist. That would be very strange, though. That, uh, that's true. Hey, but what if he was like a? Hey. What if he was like a psychiatrist, and then he has to go into the Buddhists and everything, and. <laughs> With that film, I really hope they start it, give it maybe ten minutes of backstory, and start him with the powers. I mean, that's that's one I, character that does not need a hour long backstory. Yeah, everyone's I'm, tired, I'm of, tired of, stories. of boring stories yeah. in general. I want to I want to skip to Act Two when they're doing stuff. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I don't think they're going to do a ten minute intro. I think they're going to cover it with flashbacks. I have and no, that would I, be just fine. I have no data to back that up. That's just. Didn't they do an interview confirming that? I don't think so. I, all they confirmed was it wasn't going to be an origin movie. That's good enough for yeah, me. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah. The number one thing that I want to see in Doctor Strange is Adam Warlock. Co-sign on that. Yeah. He is the biggest missing piece yeah. of Guardians, this entire MCU. Too. Well, that yeah, but I mean, this is coming out first, so that's true. But Adam Warlock's cocoon was in Thor. Adam Warlock's cocoon was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Empty, I might add. Empty. It well, was full in Thor. Let's balance this by saying that Howard the Duck was in fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's true. In the Confirmed. same scene as Adam Warlock's that cocoon. That is true. <laughs> okay, just just so everyone knows. Confirmed. Just so everyone knows the importance of this character. He's a warlock. Adam Warlock took on Thanos one on one, the only one that could do so, and won. Nice. Yeah. He also took control over the gauntlet. Mm. Well, maybe they don't want to blow their wad. They don't want to, you know, introduce such an all-powerful character well, so they, early. They can introduce him and bring his powers back a little bit. I mean, it, they... it is very for him to be introduced as the Superman, all godly character would be a mistake. Yeah, you can't you can't give us all these characters and all this backstory and be like, yeah, but none of them save the day because it's this guy you've never met. I think. Uh, 
the better approach to putting in Warlock is very simply having him be a character in the background. You see the, you see his effect on things. You don't see it happen. Mm-hmm. You just see his effect on, on things. And then maybe we see that in Guardians too. I don't know, but it would be nice for him to. What if it's like a Hulk, like how they're training the Hulk right now, with having him? Where he uh, well, I mean, we see him. Ensemble. Yeah, yeah. We see him. We see the Hulk having the the, the devastation. I want to see the devastation, but not the Hulk doing it in you know, this case. Warlock, they're going to have to ease in, like Moon Dragon and, and some of these other characters that just sort of have to be brought in slowly. Well, that's the whole point of the Marvel Cosmic stuff is that they're taking from what it was, the regular universe, for all these you know smaller conflicts. And you know that's just they're scaling it up to be as big as it possibly can. So they're going to uh, eventually get to the point where they can probably have you know this cosmic combat with you know almost omnipowerful beings yeah one thing that's annoying me is how how coy james gunn is playing all this knowing that his his movie in the mcu you know franchise opens up it, it, it's it's the front door to the infinity war and he's playing so coy with all these these characters that could be introduced such as adam warlock the team up with the Avengers and all that. I, I wish he would commit more. Well, a little I, bit. I just I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is uh, Marvel's Iron Man one to their B side universe. I think Marvel truly wants to have a cosmic and a grounded. And sure, maybe they team up every once in a while, but keep them a little bit separate. I think that would be a really smart move to sort of have a hardcore sci fi aspect and then. To have like just the the regular blow them up fighting in cities, and it also gives them two complete separate franchises. Yeah, which they're real interested in. Uh, yeah, I mean they expanding is something they really really want to do. Correct me if I'm wrong though, but James Gunn James Gunn's interviews have been suggesting that he's not even considering it. I mean, his interviews are also suggesting that. He he has all these ideas, and he tells them his ideas. They say thumbs up or thumbs down, and then he continues. So, I mean, isn't it Paul Feig that has the control of uh, Kevin Feige? Kevin Feige. Kevin Sorry, Feige. yeah, I get yeah, the Kevin confused. Feige. Feige, thank you. Feige. Right. Feige. That he has the the uh, last say or whatever of all these movies. Pretty he much, is, he's the. He's the godfather right now of, of the Marvel Universe. I mean, he's been making great decisions. I would like to point out that he really took a hit to get Spider-Man back to MCU. Oh, yeah. He gets so. he gets no pay whatsoever for... He, ha- he has to executive produce this new Spider-Man film, and he gets absolutely no pay from it. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, he's taking the hit. And then as far as, as profit goes, the way Sony and Marvel split it, uh, Marvel will use Spider-Man in their movie and Sony gets no profit. And then Sony gets to keep the exact same cast member and use some of the Avenger characters at, in their Spider-Man movie and Marvel gets no profit from it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they they are still direct. Marvel so, is still in control over uh, directing and such, right? Uh, it, it's really Sony... Sony will have their writers and their directors, but it'll be a real joint operation. I mean, joint lo- operation. Okay. The logistics of that. I mean, obviously they're going to be, they're going to have to both agree on casting because they're the same person's going to be in their movies. 
that's going to be a painful casting process to have to deal with all those corporate assholes. Mexican Spider-Man. Let's go. Oh, it's who knows. They, they, they uh, I'm going to I'm going to take Mexican. a wild swing. Go ahead. <laughs> no, please go. No, no, I was just that. Hold was on, thinking. let me let me stop you for a moment. Okay, go. Yeah. Sorry. Wild <laughs> Wild swing for the fences here. I think uh Peter Parker, the character, dies in Civil War, and we see Miles Morales as the uh new Spider Man in the, the solo film. Here's why I don't think Peter Parker is going to die. Sony desperately wants people to remember they had good Spider-Man movies once. And they also want people to think, well hey, if if this isn't Peter yeah, when. If this if this isn't Peter Parker now, that means that Spider-Man 1 and 2 and yeah, 3 uh could have been in the same universe. He was Peter Don't Parker. count out Toby Maguire coming back for a cameo. Why not? Exactly. I mean, I don't want I don't want Tobey Maguire to come back as Peter Parker just so they can be like, "Hey, buddy, you're dead." That it's it's literally them saying, "Hey, you guys remember those old Spider-Man movies? Now we're destroying them before your very eyes." If they go the Miles Morales route, yeah, they need to show Peter Parker being annihilated because that is the entire reason why Miles Morales ended up with the Spidey powers. Is they wanted to replicate Spider-Man, and after his death, and he got bit by that that spider that was created. I mean, if you're gonna kill off Peter Parker, kill off Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. No, I would pay. I would pay top dollar to see the original guy die. Tony McGuire. McGuire. I would love to see him just get exploded into just, a he does thousand. It. He does his little emo walk down the sidewalk oh, and a piano and just, falls on him. Not even, no, just something terrible. Like, like just the Hulk just is running by doing something, just smashes, steps on just him. steps on him, yeah. keeps running. I'd be like, oh, that makes me feel so much better. Hulk squash. Yeah. I'd also like to add that Tobey Maguire and Sony is the reason why the MCU even exists. They paved the way with Spider-Man 1. Yeah. And it, it its success is ultimately what led to Iron Man being becoming a reality. You're, you're just filling my column up over here with why they wouldn't want to kill off their their breadwinner. I don't know. I must have been the only one that liked the Amazing Spider-Man movies because I like both of them. They were they were fun movies, but they weren't good movies. No, they definitely that, didn't have the adventure and the the sense no. of fun that that definitely the normal they, they Marvel. Had, they had great aspects, and they took. They took risks killing Gwen. That was girl. Second, yeah. I mean, that was not a risk. They had to do it. They had to. That's why it's not a risk. Right. But it is a risk because it's in the comics and everyone expects it. And the normal thinking is, uh, Emma Stone, she's a big actress. We should figure out a way to like, maybe she just like gets paralyzed and now she's not completely dead when she breaks her back. That that seems like something the studio would do to try to to. They play coy with it for sure. Yeah. But instead, they were just like, "Nope, she's dead." Next, I, I think that was that was bold to stick with it. Um, just, to, I mean, looking at the Spider-Man comes out the same year as Guardians of the Galaxy two, both in twenty seventeen, and then twenty seventeen we get three movies: Guardians of the Galaxy two, Spider-Man, and then Thor Ragnarok. That's gonna be awesome. Thor Ragnarok is gonna set that set that franchise up. There's gonna be some some carnage. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I think if they're going to be killing off characters or something, Thor Ragnarok's what they're going to do, and and they need to. The first two Thor movies were way too low key. 
<laughs> Tom Hiddleston <laughs> was was the, was the silver lining of both those oh, movies. Yeah. I, I, if you took him out, they were. I I will admit I enjoyed both movies. I don't know. Maybe I just like the Thor character, um, but. They really need to shake things up and have people want to see Thor three. And if they're going to bring in other people and start just carnage, that's that's a good way to do it. Well, I mean, which ones could they, you know, believably kind of kill off as far as the uh, the comics go? I mean, technically, they could even kill off Captain America. Captain America and Thor, are the the two big ones. Yeah, so they kill Thor. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Okay, because I know Bucky could potentially come back as the new Captain America. I think. I think. Uh, I think Steve Rogers is going to die in Civil War, Captain America uh, three. I, I I don't think so, actually, because you think they'll wait until uh, Infinity War. They need a. I I do believe they'll have a signature death, yeah. but my money's still on Spider Man. But um, looking at Chris Evans' contract, you know it goes through Infinity War, so I'm expecting him to be killed off at the hands of Thanos. I'm expecting Thor to be, quote, killed off at the hands of Ultron. And I believe... So you think Thor is going to get killed in the second Avengers movie? Yes. The, the reason why is because in order for Ragnarok to exist, Thor has to, quote, die. Not, not permanently, but he has to be presumed dead. Mm. Because I believe it was in the comics, Tony Stark replicated Thor's DNA... And created a quote android yeah, like a cool Ragnarok yeah. to take his place. Ragnarok did not follow the company guideline. Yeah, did not follow the Isaac Asimov's rules for robotics. And it, <laughs> when uh, when is Ragnarok coming out? Ragnarok comes out in November 2017. So so that's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. Then you got Infinity War Part One is May 2018. So you're looking at seven months difference. Is that effectively Avengers Three? Effectively, I mean, it's the Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Yeah. And then May 2019 is the Avengers Infinity War Part 2. Now, I will say they that... They might kill off Captain America at the end of Infinity War Part 1. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's also possible how they, uh, how Marvel introduces all these new characters is by simply, quote, scattering the main, the main cast of the Avengers. Yeah. You know, having them all defeated... Sort of, um, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man—they'll be just simply not there. They'll be dealing with their own separate thing that we see play out in their own movies, and instead we'll see these—I believe these new heroes that's coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, they'll be the ones taking on Thanos in the beginning and trying to defend the the. The universe. I see, and then the Avengers will come back at the end. To... That's my guess. Okay, I see. Um, where do they list uh, Captain America three on there at all? No, I, Cap. Well, Captain America Civil War is. Oh, so that's how they're going to do it. Yeah, oh, okay. Civil War is the Captain America three, which that comes out May of twenty sixteen, May next year. Oh, cool. It's it's strange that they're waiting. I mean, he, they've already told us Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. They've already given this information before they even cast Doctor Strange. Yet Black Panther movie doesn't come out till July 2018. I think because there's going to be a ton of setup for that. He's they got to have him in a bunch of movies before he gets his own movie. I mean, just the fact that you break Captain America's shield in uh, Ultron, that we, as we've seen from the trailers, and I believe his sister is the one in the cave as well. 
That's the one? Yeah, I didn't believe all those moon dragon rumors. That would have been stupid. Very well could be. I mean, that's... His sister being killed, I believe, is, is what sets the, the, the motion for the Black Panther arising. Right. He gets his ass out of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and for those yeah, those who don't know, I mean, Captain America's shield is vibranium, and the vibranium mine is in Africa, where Black <sighs> Panther is. Claw. Or it could be something as lame as them just going Dr. to... Claw. The uh, the mines or whatever to get more vibranium or something like that, and then for them to have a whole scene and and a whole few minutes dedicated to this, it has to be a setup for for Black Panther. I, I really Black Panther's got to be in uh, Ultron somewhere. There's no way they would have announced him this soon. Ant Man's riding him. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be satisfied until Paul Rudd is on another man. I'm telling you what, I will not be. <laughs> Um, I mean, just look at, let's see, look at these. I said Black Panther was in 2018. Uh, Captain Marvel, or Miss Marvel, uh, in November 2018. That is a big question mark. That's, they haven't announced it. It is going to be Carol Danvers. Danvers. Well, I mean, no one said Carol Danvers. They just said Miss Marvel. They could go the route of, I mean, the new Miss Marvel, the Muslim American girl in the comics became Miss Marvel by way of the uh, Terrigan mist that transformed the Inhumans. That is true. So, and one, one question, though, wasn't the, and this is jumping complete genre no, or, please. Uh, characters, but wasn't the person that Rogue got her powers from, wasn't that Miss Marvel? Rogue? Yeah, Rogue from the X-Men. You know, I'm not sure. The I'm almost certain. The white-haired girl, yeah. She can touch people and observe their powers, and she just accidentally... I'm going to look it up real quick. You guys keep talking. Here, here's a random uh, question. What does Marvel do with the X-Men franchise, considering it has had success? Do they just leave it there? It's a good question. I mean, I think I think X-Men is just going to be their own beast. I don't. They're not doing bad. They're not doing what not Sony did. So I just think they're going to keep going with their Deadpool movie. Wow. And... On her first mission, the inexperienced rogue clashed with Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers, and permanently absorbed the hero's memories and powers, including super strength and flight. Oh, yeah, no flight was a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's huh. interesting. That gives them an end to, to start crossing over with X-Men as well. If Fox says... Well, two different companies. Of course, though. sure, but, you know... I, I don't understand why the, anyone wouldn't want to try to get in on some we, of this we Marvel. We can still get some cool cool stuff out of Fox. I mean, they're talking about Wolverine maybe being in Deadpool. As long as they do Deadpool. Like, I know that it's announced and they got all this to do. Deadpool's one of my favorite characters. They've it's already so started great. filming? Yeah. Or they start filming next month? Ant-Man's in. <laughs> God. He's in the, oh, my God. He's, he's in the white eye. That would be amazing. Oh, geez. <laughs> End of Miss Marvel? She gets killed by Rogue. Deadpool just steps on him and he looks at the audience. He's like, what? <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> I will say this. Um, if by some gift of God, yeah. some act of God, if, if those two start working together, Marvel and Fox, to have Deadpool interact with the Avengers and the MCU, I think their way I'd in, die a happy man. I think their best way in is if Deadpool goes successful and Spider-Man goes successful, you have that Deadpool Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that is so amazing. Yeah. I think that's where you should really start cuz you bring back Spider-Man hopefully successfully 
And man, the dynamic between the two in the comics is great. Just seeing that in cartoon form was enough to make me go crazy. Well, who's doing Deadpool? Is it actual Marvel? Fox. No, it's Fox. Fox. It's still Fox. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. I guess they did. They tried to integrate Deadpool into the first Wolverine movie. So Uh, I think they're unsuccessfully. They're realizing that was a mistake too. Oh my god. Well, at least they got the casting right. Freaking Ryan Reynolds is perfect. Ryan Reynolds also played the first one. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. saying. He was great. But remember him. Yeah, well, <laughs> Green yeah. Lantern. All they got to do is do John Stewart Green Lantern. I mean, that would fix that. Everything. Would be amazing. Yeah, that's it. Is that he played the Black Green Lantern? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the Jewish Green Lantern, the oh, Black yeah. Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the why Daily Show that's Green why Lantern. He's retiring from the Daily Show. He's going to become Green Lantern. Oh my God! He's actually going. He's going to be in blackface. No, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> God, I'm imagining that right now. It's so good. So what um, else we have on the docket? I mean, everything else is just Captain Marvel 2018, then Avengers Infinity War Part 2, May 2019, and then Inhumans July. Humans is after. Inhumans is the last thing on their release timeline. I mean, I think Feige said they have plans through 2022 or something like that, but on their release timeline, Inhumans is the last thing. I will say this. After... Uh... You know, Thanos, I mean, they're running short of dynamite storylines from the comics. I think that's a good time to bring in Inhumans. I mean, you have Thanos and this galactic crossover, and then you start dealing with mutants, essentially. X-Men. Yeah. X-Men. You got to wonder if they're uh, playing ahead. Marvel maybe has a... uh... Yeah, they're they're, they're just like, if we wait till 2019, Fox will just, they'll they'll screw up somewhere, and we'll just take them over. Well, I mean, if you remember, if you think about it, the, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline or whatever was a complete reboot of their entire universe. Yeah. So after that, they could, that seems like a natural step or second step towards, you know, starting with some different storylines as well. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to mention that um, there's another huge enemy in the MC universe. Talking about Apocalypse. Well, he's he's already being covered in the next X Men, so Fox has got him. Not Apocalypse. Um, Galactus. 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 Thank you. Yes, Galactus needs to be represented and not in Fantastic Four but they form. Still, they still own him, though. Yeah. They Do they? He's just a gas cloud. Yeah. That did not exist. Just a gas cloud. Jesus. Well, we could talk about Fantastic Four as well. We could. The new Fantastic Four. Oh. Did that come out yet? And that's all the time we have. <laughs> and it answers the question about what we think of that. Oh, man. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Oh, the inside jokes. They run through us. So when is Batman coming out? That It's not. Uh, that's Superman. Superman v. Superman Batman. Superman v. Batman. Yes. The Batflex. That's also DC. I yeah, know. It's all DC. That's why I asked it. Uh Okay, I'd rather go back to Fantastic Four. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, this, this whole grounded look, the, the trailer they released, I was not pleased. It sucks all the fun out of it. It did. And and the fact that, okay, we got no leaked pictures, essentially. All movies tend to have leaked pictures. Avengers is leaked video and footage, and all this place is leaked footage. There was no real leaked pictures of Fantastic Four, meaning they did everything on set. Meaning... Probably like ninety percent of the movie is gonna be green screen. Yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah, like Green Lantern. Just just green screen. Yeah. Uh, green Lantern screen. Then there was a big rumor that came out that the whole third act, the entire third act of the movie, takes place in the negative zone, 
And then what do we see in the trailer? A whole bunch of like spacey area, like it's the negative zone, which kind of to me confirms that. And I just, I don't know. It just doesn't. And and I don't give a shit about the whole Johnny Storm's black. That's fine. Who cares? He's on fire most of the time. Yeah, he's on fire anyway. So it's not it, it, I, I don't know. This whole grounded look doesn't look. I admire them being ambitious, but they failed. Simple as that. If you look at the trailer, it's a whole bunch of young adults brooding. Pretty much. Sweet. That's that's roll it. credits. Yeah. yeah. They're millennials. I they mean, should be on their phones just like the entire movie. Yeah. That'd be great. Not talking to each other, just tech all through texting. The entire movie. Yeah. Fantastic Four the Breakfast Club? Yes. I swear, if, if Fantastic Four happens and then there's a scene where they FaceTime each other, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Fantastic FaceTime. Oh, you might end up leaving anyways. I, I say that, but I don't think I've ever we'll, walked out of a movie. I was about to ask you, have I, you ever walked out of a movie before? Once. And you guys are going to kill me for it. Titanic. The Incredibles. Really? What? The, the, what? That? What? Yeah. I never even watched it. Sojin and I saw that movie together. Yeah, that was yeah. a good movie. I, I walked out I halfway through when I couldn't fight the fear of falling asleep and said this movie's stupid and I left. I had sex to that movie. Not while I was in the theater that I remember. What did you do to me? Didn't you just <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you just said you saw it together. That's peculiar. <laughs> that makes so much sense. I walked I out really... of the ring too. Oh. You did. Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. We didn't we just sat outside in the parking lot and bashed the movie for like a straight hour. I remember that. Well, there's only one bad movie-going story that I have, and that was going to see Vertical Limit. That is the only time that I have literally acted up in a movie theater so bad. We were throwing stuff at the screen. We were. We were, you know, freaking doing spitball wads and throwing them at the ceiling. We That movie was so bad, we got snow blindness. Cliffhanger, it was not. It was so bad. I hated that movie. Was that the ice movie? Yeah. Yes. I was there. Yeah. Oh, that was a terrible we movie. We were really bad in that theater, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Some reason well, I remember donuts. Like, what? You put your dick on a donut. Well, in a donut, but somehow we threw donuts or something. I don't know. Speaking of bad movies, it's worth mentioning Transformers 4. Yeah. Oh. That was hard to see. We went to IMAX for that, and it, what a waste of time. Three hours. I didn't go there. to that because I realized oh it's the Transformers God. at this point. More than means, yeah. So that's my problem with that's my problem with being a movie addict. Is I will see movies regardless, and then I just shake my head like, "Damn it, why did I see that?" <laughs> but you have to now. You got to watch every movie. I know, but now, now I can be like, someone's like, why the hell did you see that? And be like, for the podcast, bro. <laughs> well, that, or you got your little scheme with the, the movie passes and just say, well, it was a free movie. I love the movie screenings. Yeah. That works out. That's how we, we dealt with Drive. Have you seen Darkness Falls? I have in theaters. Drive was a great yeah, movie. I, I saw Darkness Falls in the theaters as that well. That was the Tooth Fairy one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fire Punch. Fucking Tooth Fairy. Did you just Jesus. say Fusro Da? I oh, just did. I just said Fusro Da. Oh, wow. <laughs> Has anyone had a uh, particular moment in an MCU movie <laughs> that made you just want to leave? No. No? Not a single one. Like, I haven't seen them all in the theaters, but, I mean, just the fact that we saw Avengers in the theaters and IMAX, 3D, I'm sure it was, I... I'll remember that day forever. I mean, it sounds real strong, but that was probably the best movie-going experience I've ever had. I have one. 
Iron Man 3 when they revealed that the Mandarin was an actor. Uh, oh, that was my... That, well, hold on, hold on. That was my first reaction. Yeah. Okay? I didn't... The, the, the absolute absurdity went over my head and in a in a... I just wanted to leave the theater. I thought it was a complete blasphemy. One question. But I saw it a second time. Yeah. And it dawned on me. This is the greatest thing that they could have done. It was pretty awesome. It was amazing. Now, that one question, did you know who Ben Kingsley was before you saw that movie? Yes. You did? Yes. And you did. You, the performance wasn't good enough to go get past the fact that they did it? It, it, was, it was a knee-jerk reaction ah, type of okay. thing. Now, I think that brings up a really good point is what Marvel's done, which a lot of people, you yourself, basically didn't know until I really bothered you about it, was the Marvel one-shots. The little short films that they put on their their Blu-rays when they come out. I felt that that was them saving face. I would rather them just not even do it. That what they did was fine. It set a, it set a precedent. But that wasn't the first one shot. That that was almost that that was planned. Their first one shot, I believe, was after. Uh, was it Iron Man two? I think it was after the Avengers. After the Avengers, when um. Oh, what's the. chick you like who's on masters of sex on showtime Ooh, Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan. Kaplan. Uh, she and another guy find one of the alien guns lying around on the streets of new york after the alien battle and they decided to, like go rob a bank with it i mean it was called like item 47 or something like that sweet so they have these ideas for these one shots one of the one shots was um oh no there was one there was one before that it was uh on the way to thor's hammer that and it was Agent Coulson and the other guy Saw just talking about Bruce Banner and, and, and like, oh, you don't want to get him involved. And, and But was was that particular one shot of the Mandarin, yeah. was that filmed bef- in the same time frame as Iron Man 3? I will say no. It was filmed after. But I do remember, like, almost immediately during the whole, like, love or hate of Ben Kingsley in the press is they were talking about doing one shots and Ben was like, yeah, yeah, they're talking about bringing me back for this other little thing they're doing. And that's when it sort of revealed that, oh, they're going to do a Mandarin one shot. Yeah. I mean, as a comic enthusiast, I don't feel they need to, to go back and say, oh, the real Mandarin is out there. They don't need to do that. When, when they revealed the Mandarin as an actor, they, they made something very abundantly clear. They can divert from the comics at any moment. Yeah. So you can't go into, for instance, Civil War assuming Captain America is going to die. Of course I am. And I will. <laughs> but, but but there's no guarantees. Is what no, saying. no. It's, it's, we can guess all we want, but at the end of the day, it's just they're going to do what they want. Them having that, uh, that in their back pocket and back of everyone's minds is extremely important. That the Mandarin is out there? That... That we can be surprised, uh-huh. even if we know the comics. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we should uh, we should probably wrap it up here. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get some more surprises, and we can probably sit back down after we see Ultron. And I mean, usually the Avengers movies are sort of like their their end of Avengers one was end of Phase one. I think Age of Ultron is essentially the end of Phase two for Marvel. Yes. So I'm I'm sure we're going to get a lot more goodies and, and cameos and Easter eggs then. So we could probably. 
meet up again, talk a little bit more then. A lot of tidbits. A lot of tidbits. Love them tidbits. Speaking of tidbits, you wanna you got any tidbits you wanna plug? My podcast, yeah. uh, the Vathers podcast, which you can find at vathers.com or on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are played. Fine podcasts. Fine podcasts. Cheap ass podcasts. None of them. No, nah, bro. It's for podcast sommeliers. Exactly. <clears throat> Base. You can find me at basex97 at Twitter. Ah, uh, yeah, Zirmazi on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, all those good things. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, Sojin, you got anything you want to touch? Mm, yeah, I'm Sojin. You can find me at r slash clop clop. Moderator of r slash clop clop. Moderator. Oh God. <laughs> That's it. We're done. This is it's over. <laughs>